When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another live episode of the Quack Report with Nate and Carter. Nate, you're looking real choppy, but already also still God real g- damn it. But still real good. You you make really oh, nice you, squares. <laughs> thank you. I I try obviously with my, with my figures to have a bit more shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Round just wasn't good enough anymore. Now you're going square. <laughs> it just reminds me. I think it was a Dane Cook, uh, like comedy uh, skit or just like thing that he had or whatever. And he was talking about like just that one guy from work, basically. And he's like how he described him. He's like, no, he's not round or anything like that, but he is shapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh man, I, have you heard that one before though? Just like the just that guy at work. Uh, I. If you have, I, I'll have to I might have it to you later. It sounds familiar, but it's, yeah, I think it would have been a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, honestly, that's one of my favorite comedians. Honestly, is Dane Cook. Dane Cook. I, I, yeah, yeah, he's fucking funny, man. He was hilarious like, back in the day. I remember. Oh like, yeah, exactly. Back in the like Kool-Aid elementary man. school, like <laughs> elementary school, we would like go over to people's houses, like you know the the kids where their parents like didn't give a shit what you did as long as it yeah. wasn't with <laughs> knives or matches. <laughs> We'd go over much. there and just watch Dane Cook for like hours. <laughs> on yeah, YouTube. exactly. And it's just like, or that was even the time when like you, like you for like the dollar 29, you bought the skit, just that part of like the live album. Basically you oh, bought yeah. <laughs> that skit to listen to on your iPod or something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> so, but man, yeah, especially early on, like he had a, he had a, bunch of really good ones that have just like stuck with me especially right like that one uh there's like the burger king one how he talks about when he works there um mm-hmm. and uh like how he oh, called yeah, it i remember that one how he called one. it the bk lounge and i still use that as a joke every now and then too. Oh, yeah <laughs> and uh what else I, I still think my favorite one though is the kool-aid man when he's like yeah that thing is not realistic at all like you know bowl of fruit punch burst through your wall and <laughs> you're just like oh no you're gonna fix that wall before my dad gets home from work basically like it's just <laughs> not realistic at all like just like stuff like that so i still think one of my favorite ones though has to be him talking about like naming his kids after transformers and stuff like that <laughs> it's it's some quality stuff if you haven't listened to any dane cuck i strongly suggest it it is pretty good so yeah, but, yeah, I know what you mean though about like just going to friends' houses and like searching up like even just different comedians on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. one, of, like uh, probably one of, if not my favorite comedian is Jeff Dunham, who's oh, yeah. a ventriloquist. And I think one of the earliest ones I saw of him was the first time he brought out uh, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I still remember so much of that skit alone or that. 
that he was a he was a really fun act to see live when uh when did i see him i think it was like five years ago or six years ago now um but that was such a fun show honestly so Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really fun. He's he's definitely on my bucket list of uh, comedians to go see. Yeah, he's awesome. a he's yeah. a he's a good uh, he's a good entertainer as well. And he like he'll start the first maybe 15, 20 minutes of the show just on his own actually. So oh, like nice. it's not just about you know the puppets or whatnot. Like obviously mm-hmm. they are an aspect to the show or that, but and like obviously they're the the puppets are Jeff Dunham. Sorry to spoil that for anybody. Um, but like just on his own, he's still a very funny guy, right? Like he could easily just do just stand up on his own, but yeah. the ventriloquist act just adds another layer to it. So mm-hmm. well, well, you know, he does the voices for the puppets too, right? Like they're, they're oh, not shoot, other really? people. Really? I thought he I thought he just wrote the jokes. Fuck, man. No, it's not like Sesame Street <laughs> where the puppets are alive. Like he's he's yeah, controlling exactly. the puppets. <laughs> Sesame Street, uh, the, the Muppets as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I, yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. yeah, I thought that one. How we, do you explain the Muppets movie? Like exactly, right? Like, and they're <laughs> they're talking alongside people. So yeah, they they have to be real, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Tell me they're real. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, see some random like not like just a little kid who's like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, we're getting so far off the rails already, so uh, <laughs> let's let's stay off the rails for a little bit. But uh, because it's spooky season, also I got I got a bit here to introduce Uh-oh. us to spooky season. Uh oh, spooky talk. I st- honestly, if <laughs> I hope that got picked up. I don't know oh, it it, it, to- it it totally did. Just I don't know why. Just the way you stood up from your chair. It, okay, if you're not watching us on YouTube, there's I am wearing pants. There is, oh, yes, <laughs> but there's definitely things that you miss out. I feel like at times if you're not watching us, we try to do as much to cater to both sides. But the way you stood up for some reason, I thought you were about to put your ass to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Just just the way you stood up, it looked like you were about to do that. And I'm like, Carter, come on. <laughs> I I have that thought honestly. <laughs> Literally in what, 140 episodes has never <laughs> crossed my mind to do, but it's in there now. Just everybody who is listening, be beware for future episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, spooky season. One of our spooky favorite season. non-holidays. Well, it's my favorite non-holiday, it's a holiday. actually. It is a holiday and we should not have to work if it's on a weekday. It should be a long weekend if it's on the weekend. No, no. Honestly, I think I think we should I think Halloween should always be on the weekday. We need to rework the whole calendar system so that Halloween always ends up on a weekday. So I can wear my costume to work. Because otherwise I have nowhere to wear my costume. Except parties, which are fine. But Yeah, okay, fair enough. But you get okay. There's the Halloween holiday, and mm-hmm. then there's November first, which is called Recovery Day, from yeah. all the partying and the there's the late night. Even for the kids, the late night trick or treating that you do, right? That way, the it's candy not, hangovers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So yeah, yeah, November first needs to be. You're not going into work. That's just yeah. what it needs to be. It, so. It's like New Year's Day. It's like we know that you all got absolutely shittered last night. You <laughs> stayed up super late, so free day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, so why why otherwise? Is it actually a holiday though? Like New November first? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, no, no, no. It's, for New Year's, I mean, like, yeah. There's no, there's no other reason that I can think of offhand. Like, why is it a holiday otherwise? It, it's like, yeah, we yeah. started another year. Sweet, cool. It's, it's another year. No, actually, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna go that far. But. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like it's just okay it's it's another year cool yeah they're 100 mm-hmm. it's because yeah we know you're hanging out with people and you are doing some probably unspeakable things let's be honest here because it's like yo it's fine i was making part of my new year's resolution to not do that again yeah and, uh, <laughs> But yeah, we need something like that for Halloween, 100%. November 1st needs to be the day that you don't go to work. Yeah, honestly, I would rather it be November 1st, and then I would rather go to work on January 1st. It, like, if there was... No, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I like the first part. I don't like the second part. I still no, have that day off. No, I, I mean, I do too, but I'm saying if, like, <laughs> the people that decide holidays, I guess that's the government who does that. If they're yeah. like, nope, we can't give you any more days off. We're, we're at our absolute max. If, if you want November 1st off, you got to get rid of a day off. I would pick yeah. November 1st or January 1st, New Year's Day to get November 1st off. If I had to pick. Otherwise, I would say, no, give us both. But Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Either way, though, yes, Halloween is a, is a holiday, though. Very yeah. much so. Okay. And it's, it's very worthwhile to celebrate those who don't celebrate Halloween. This has been a hot topic lately <laughs> with like a, like a, another friend group that I have or whatever of like, some people are just like, yeah, ho- like Halloween's just whatever. And I'm like, you fucking take that back. <laughs> you fucking it is take not, that back. it is not just whatever. <laughs> exactly. Or people being like, you shouldn't dress up if you're an adult. I'll do what the fuck I want. Thank you very much. That's, it's the only time you can dress up as an adult and not, like, and not be looked at weird. <laughs> unless yeah, you're going well, to yeah. comic-con that that's the only other time yeah yeah i guess but so. like but you're going like with people that are also going to dress up or yeah will at least be like oh that's normal like it's expected but october 31st you can like go literally anywhere like yeah. get groceries as iron man you can like yeah. go to the bar in a spider-man suit i don't know why i'm just going superheroes you can like <laughs> go into the bank as a vampire like you, yeah like all the stuff that you can't normally just do like even if you're going to comic-con you can't walk into a mcdonald's in like a loki costume it's you get weird okay looks. and i uh i'll say McDonald's was a bad san example. diego san diego comic-con you can do that because that's like the big comic-con yeah. right i'd say probably that and new york comic-con are the ones that are like yeah okay like you know this is going on like the city is preparing for it mm-hmm. essentially yeah. I, I feel like those are the ones that are fine but like if you're doing like the Lethbridge one, if I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that we have one here, but like, yeah, if you're doing the Lethbridge mm-hmm. one, yeah, that's a, no, that's no a little chance. odd yeah. still. So, cause yeah, it's but, not the same thing, but yeah, but October 31st or the 30th, cause it's the Saturday. Like yeah. if you walk into, I don't know, you could walk into the keg in a Peter Pan costume and no one would fucking bat an eye. So well, I think they still would though. That's a, that's a pretty up there. Like, On Halloween hot, though. That's a close to the waist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> type costume still though <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i would i feel like it would be okay but it, it, it would be better at least but yeah, yeah. maybe you have to go as like business casual peter pan <laughs> <laughs> like no hats like you have to do your hair and like, no hats we still have the rest of the costume <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like you have to have a tie as well so, gotta be like classy peter pan yeah, is that um, is that what you're going for as <laughs> Halloween? Is that what you're trying to justify this right now? Uh, no, I, I'm going as as Bugs Bunny. But if I want to go to the keg, then I'll, I'll go as classy Bugs Bunny. You know, uh, okay. top hat, monocle, okay, so, smoking okay, a carrot pipe. Yeah, there you go. So if if your girl if you're going as Bugs Bunny, is your girlfriend going as Daffy? <laughs> <laughs> or close, or is, but no. Or is, or is they going as uh? Oh, what's the hunter's name? Why am I forgetting this right now? Oh, uh, um, Elmer Fudd. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you join as Elmer Fudd, that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, um, my plan was actually for you to, to convince you to go as uh, Daffy Duck. And then we, we, I don't know, we could find someone to do Elmer Fudd and then we can just <laughs> argue over whether it's duck season or rabbit season. <laughs> no, she's going as Lola Bunny. We're going as the, uh, the, the Space Jam versions of Bugs and Lola. Okay, Space Jam 1 or Space Jam 2? <laughs> what the fuck do you think? <laughs> Space Jam 1. Uh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Halloween. It's the one time of year that you can dress up and not be looked at oddly. It's also the one time, apparently, that girls can dress up super slutty and not get looked at weirdly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. All right. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what else, but it's just like, all right, cool. So, but I, I was just, I just remember seeing the whole stuff with Space Jam 2, and they're like, yeah, they made Lola Bunny less sexy. And everybody, like, our age and up who grew up with that movie are like, the fuck are you doing? And it, yeah, like, I, I haven't seen person, it for that reason. Like, what, what's every, the appeal? But now? every sane person, though, is looking at those people. Apparently, I'm looking at you and going, why are you attracted to a bunny? Is there something you need to tell me? I'm not, no, Nate. It, okay. I'm not currently, let me explain it to you. I'm not currently attracted to an animated bunny, okay? That is that is not the case at all. Not even Because one, it's close. not realistic, and two, that's bestiality. Yeah. We're definitely <laughs> yes. crossing a line here, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This needs, this needs okay, to if we're going to talk about bestiality, we're going to talk about Beauty and the Beast, and we're going to save that for another time. <laughs> but it's not about being attracted to an animated bunny, Nate. It's about nostalgia. So as a small child who didn't understand the difference between animals and people and animated shows and live action shows and everything was just all the same so as a kid like (laughs) that was my lola bunny was my sexual awakening okay it was everybody's sexual awakening so don't don't even come at me just every young straight boy's sexual awakening was lola bunny and that is why people are upset because it's taking a part of our childhood away (laughs) are you gonna be okay (laughs) Let me reiterate, this isn't the case anymore, okay? I understand how weird it is now. I I, I want this speech given at the party we're going to in front of everybody else. Because I want to see everybody else's reaction to this. Yo, I guarantee that you, especially the people that we're going to the party with, I know that you're going to be in the minority here, 100%. Okay, I want to see this actually happen, though, all right? I'm holding you to this. I want this to be early enough in the night as well that, like, you're still fairly sober. That like, I can, like, form a coherent thought? Yeah, yes, yeah for sure. <laughs> but that everybody else is realizing fully what you are saying. I just I just, I just, want to see this. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I can't be the only one that, that thinks. Actually, I know I'm not the only one that thinks this because... Oh, I know I, uh, you're not the only one. But that's yeah. why I'm like, what the Fuck. Yeah. So if any if anyone's listening to this, please DM <laughs> us at Quack Report Pod or Nate at Tate Namas and tell him that I I, I speak the truth and that <laughs> I'm not insane and that uh, Lola Bunny, an animated animal, was sexual awakening. My God, <laughs> dude, I was like four when that movie came out or three. I don't even know <laughs> when did it come out, dude. I oh, I, I think that movie actually came out. Before we were born, if I'm being oh, honest maybe. here. Yeah. Let me, I'm, so, I'm taking a look here. I am too. Uh, oh, yeah, 96. So, yeah, the year before 96, we were born. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <my> God. <laughs> Anyways, enough about what I'm going as for Halloween because apparently it <laughs> gets us down uh, Bugs' rabbit hole there. What, the, what are you going as? 
No, I'm not. I'm not gonna make the joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, as soon as I said it, I, I, know. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, my girlfriend and I are going as uh, Batman and Wonder Woman. So classic, nice. Yeah, very, very classic. But uh, so um, I get to see you in like some tight spandex and like a little little crop top thing with like your sick armor guards or. Yeah, because actually she's dressed up as Batman. I'm going to be wearing the Wonder Woman skirt. So. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, okay. That actually would be kind of fucking funny, though. Um, no, like I, I got... Okay, I, I get so full on board with Halloween, and you know this, like to the point mm. that there was the one year that you and I did... Well, we'll call it like a couple's costume or a pair's costume. We went as Rick and Morty. That's a couple's costume. Come on, own it. Yeah, there, okay. <laughs> and yeah, and, and you went as Rick, and I went as Morty, and... Yeah. Because I am, because I get such a hard sleep for Halloween, we'll do. Like, I will full out for it. I shaved my beard completely off. Mm-hmm. I don't regret much in life. As soon as I looked at myself in the mirror, though, I regretted that, and yeah. I still do. And I have not done it since. No, like, it's my been beard has thick ever since. Yeah, my beard has been at least like an inch and a half, two inches long since that day, basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time. Excuse me. The entertainment value was there because oh, we yeah. went to people's houses. Like we we did a few party hops basically during that. That night. we'd known for a couple of years at this point. Yeah, exactly. And there was people straight up not recognizing me. They're like, "Who's the guy that came with Carter or whatever?" And like yeah. somebody would realize, "Holy shit, that's Nate!" Yeah, I like for people that we had known and seen pretty much every day for two years. You were standing yeah. right beside me, and somebody literally asked me, "Where's Nate?" And I was like, <laughs> "Right here." <laughs> yeah. And then I looked, and I was like, "Jesus, fuck!" <laughs> you know that meme of uh, from The Office where? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know their names. It's, like, fuck. it's basically that. Though. Yeah, you're right. It was that. Yeah. I still. I still remember the reaction though, because I didn't tell you I was shaving my beard either. <laughs> Yeah. And so I, yeah, I come yeah, I come back downstairs and I think I just asked you some question and you just have this look on your face and you just go, you're going to have to repeat whatever you said because I didn't hear a fucking word of it. What the fuck did you do to your face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, like we had and we had people like that we were going to go to these parties with come over to our place as well. Included in that group is my now girlfriend. They were like everybody was in this room. For about five minutes, I'm sitting right there on the couch. I just hadn't said a really a word or anything like that. And like my now girlfriend straight up said, where's Nate? And I'm like, I've been sitting here the whole time. <laughs> so like, okay, I will agree. Beards are 100% the makeup for men. Or like oh, yeah. the makeup like of men kind of thing. Like I, mm-hmm. if you're a guy and you want to wear makeup, sure, go for it. Like if, if, if you, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, no judgment here. Um, But like just that that kind of the like the cover up almost kind of thing right mm-hmm. so it's it's 100 it and i am yeah. fine with with leaving mine i i do not plan yeah. to shave it off ever again uh my my girlfriend has even told me so that she never wants to see my bare <laughs> face again which no offense to that i don't want to see it either so like i think the only person that was like well you should shave and look like a nice boy is like my stepmom and i'm like wow that's just what they yeah do, i'm so. like no i'm not yeah. i'm not doing that again <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, it's it's not happening. That's for sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, 
yeah, I'm I'm super excited for Halloween. I like dressing up as Batman. That's good. That's, that's good a classic stuff. costume. Yeah, and it's and it's one that I have done like a couple times. Like I did it. In, mm. I think I did it in high school and um, elementary school. I know I did it at least once, kind mm. of thing, and stuff like that. So there's a couple costumes that like I've just repeated through the years, but like they're fun to dress up as. The one yeah. that I was kind of like I think it was in high school that I was kind of surprised I had never dressed up as was Spider Man. And so I think it was oh, yeah. in grade 12. Like I had gotten like the morph suit and everything like that. And even mm-hmm. I had like put myself on a diet for a month just so I could look decent in the costume. <laughs> I did not take the mask off also like all day wandering through the halls or anything like that. I just had people taking pictures with me who were also in the halls and stuff like that. <laughs> it was fun. I was just living it up. <laughs> you were like a celebrity for a day. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> so I was having fun with it. So yeah, that's good. All right. We've got a, I mean, we don't have a packed episode. But should we get into the uh, the hockey talk here? Yeah, let's do it. I guess if we had to talk about a loss again. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, also, before we move on to that, though, uh, let us know what you guys are dressing up as and if you have any special plans for Halloween. Um, or, or, yeah, fun. you can send us pictures as well. We, I love to see your costume, so feel free to send them our way. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're big old nerds for that stuff. So, Yeah, but into the hockey talk. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the Quack. Oh, Nate's unfrozen. Damn it. <laughs> I, <was Yep>. gonna... <laughs> I had a bit, but now you're unfrozen. So. Oh, That's damn. Right. Well, say the bit anyway. Say the bit anyway. Uh, it's gone. I don't remember what it was. Ah. I was... <laughs> Save it for next time. Right. So, uh, yeah, the game seven of the season. Ducks uh, won that one 3-2. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm missing a game. <laughs> Has it been that long? <laughs> I am no? so confused right now. No, don't look up. Don't look at the scores. No, 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 no. Ducks win. What? That's that's the reality I'm choosing to live in. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we'll pull out a Thanos. Reality can be whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's your gauntlet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> With just one snap of my fingers, I can make the Duck Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> Nate, there, there's some things that the Infinity Stones just can't do, and that is one of them. That's one of those uh, episode four things of what if, I forget what it's called, Fixed Point in Time. It has a cooler name. Yeah. I think Fixed Point. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're unavoidable. You're, you're all there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was something like that. I tried to be cool. <laughs> you straight up having a music person. I'm like, did I miss a game? I'm like, this is just the one. No. Yeah, the uh, the Ducks were winning 3-2 up until the last minute of the game. Oh, uh, I see where. Okay. And uh, we <laughs> inevitably choked. Are you serious? <laughs> See, this is why you should watch YouTube, because you didn't get to see me pull off the JJJ there. You didn't pull it off. Well, at least from my perspective, the timing was way off, but I don't know how... It was on time. ...delay works. I promise it was on time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go there. We'll go with that. So, Ducks blow it in the last minute. Two goals. We don't even get a point out of the deal, which was kind of rude of the Jets, but... A little bit. (laughs) um, As much as it sucks, it's... I'm not... I'm upset, obviously, but I'm not that upset because we lost with Lundestrom on the ice when it was 
3-2, taking the uh, defensive zone faceoff. When it was 3-3, Zegras took the faceoff and lost. So I'm at least glad that the rookies like were given that trust in the last minute of the game. And yes, it sucks that yeah. they lost, but they were out there, and that's going to be a learning experience for them. And they're guaranteed, because I just... From what I've seen from Zegras, he's going to work on his face-offs a ton over the next few weeks, mm-hmm. and we're probably going to see a good improvement from that. And then he's going to get that trust back from the coaching staff to be out there in that last yeah. minute of the game taking those important face-offs. So. Yeah, there's a there's a tweet specifically that I saved here that I think mm-hmm. just encapsulates really the start of this season, right? Like, if it was like last year or whatnot, yeah, we'd probably both be kind of doom and gloom already at this yeah. point, right? Like, oh, shit's not working. Like, we're staying for a long season and stuff like that. I know we, I know he said that, but that was just more than the aspect of just losing in general. Yeah. Um, but uh, this tweet specifically from uh, at underscore J uh, Robles 71 uh, had said, Ducks lost, but we're fun. All that matters right now. And I think he yeah. nails it on the head, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. These games have, like, I mean, really outside of, Actually, not even outside of the last Jets game. I was just thinking more of the score, but I kind of thought back to it. All these games have been entertaining to watch. The Ducks have had a chance every game. Yeah. There's at least a chance there every game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's still a couple things, obviously, that can be improved on. Like, we see in this one, it was just the collapse again in the last five minutes kind of thing that cost us, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Excuse me. But we're seeing improvements in almost every aspect that we have mm-hmm. been complaining about for the last two years. Yeah. Right. And I, which yeah. it makes it more enjoyable, right? Like, cause I remember at certain points last year that there were people like on Twitter and whatever, just saying like, I don't even know if I want to watch the rest of the games this year. Cause, cause like I'm not enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody can enjoy watching these games. No matter the results really as a ducks yeah. fan, because you're seeing improvement, you're seeing uh, optimism and hopefulness on the ice, right? Mm-hmm. You you can see that just everybody's having fun, which makes it more enjoyable for the the viewers, right? Because at the end of the day, yeah, these guys are all making millions of dollars and stuff like that. At the end of the day, this is a game. This is entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not entertained by it, it's not doing its it's not doing its job. Yeah, it's not fulfilling yeah, exactly. its purpose. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so I like, agree. 100%. As, as much as you know, it, yeah, it sucks that we lost in the last minute and a half. Basically, in the span of thirty seconds, we lost. Which yeah, yeah that sucks. That's a horrible collapse. Mm-hmm. The rest of the game was fun to watch. Yeah, so, and I least, think we're the better for team for the rest the of the game as well. Least, yeah, at least at least watch, for myself watching the condensed game for this. I did put out on mm-hmm. Twitter, hey, I, I'm not able to watch this right now, which is why I wasn't tweeting. I asked people to fill me in on how everything looked. And yeah, mm-hmm. people were enjoying it. And we're saying that the Ducks were looking good and everything like that too. For and sure. then, yeah, the, the condensed game, um, on my behalf at least, definitely backed that up, right? Like the mm-hmm. team looked good. It looked fun. I yeah. wish I could have watched that game, honestly. Instead yeah, of me too. They stuck with homework. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, so, I was but, in the same boat. Yeah. yeah, I know this this week's pretty shitty for both of us, just like yeah. school and work wise. So, um, unfortunately, we haven't been able to watch it. But yeah, the condensed game definitely was a lot of fun. I think the big thing um, that I've noticed just over these seven games in comparison to last season is this team has like an identity now. Like their identity bit, yeah. is like we are a young, fast team that's going to be tough to play against mm-hmm. because they don't give up on plays. They're attacking the puck. Um, like loose pucks or the the puck carrier, they 
that that is this Ducks team's identity, right? And it, we're just seeing kind of the the roots of it as it starts to build. In a few years, it's going to be a good team. It's a very good strategy to have. We mm-hmm. we see teams like Carolina, um, Edmonton, um, Ottawa. Like they are, they play that way. Uh, or yeah, they are playing that way. Uh, yeah, I think Ottawa is the best comparable. Um, maybe Carolina and Edmonton a few years ago were playing that way, but Ottawa now. I think we're just kind of a year, maybe two years behind Ottawa. Like, mm-hmm. look at how good they're doing just because they're this young team that is just so aggressive, but mm-hmm. in like a in a skilled way, not like a we're going to smash the shit out of you and make you hurt halfway through the game kind of way. Yeah, so, exactly. So I think, it, yeah, I think that's what makes it really fun is just having that identity because we didn't have that last year, in my opinion. So. And identity is such a big thing in the NHL, right? Or just, you know, in in sports in general, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have one, we'll we'll say at the point where it, you know, you're really getting competitive. So we'll go with like, I don't know, U14, U16 kind of range, something like that. But like, if you don't have an identity, it makes it, it makes the game hard, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because you have a bunch of people trying to do a bunch of different things that some don't really work with each other or whatnot. If you have an identity, you have, yes, still different roles and whatnot on a team, Mm -hmm. but everything is cohesive, right? Mm -hmm. So you still have the guys that say you say, like you were talking about for us, you want that explosive fun team, right? Mm -hmm. There's still those couple of guys though, that'll make sure that those people who are mainly in charge for that are able to do their job and will handle some of the tougher stuff. Right. So like, Getzlaff is still in that conversation, right? Um, Absolutely. Shattenkirk's definitely still in there as much as he's mm-hmm. been contributing point-wise, right? He'll he'll definitely stand up for those young guys. 100%. Yeah. We've seen it happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just the guys like that who are willing to step up to allow that team, to allow this team to have that identity, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, just while we're on the topic of young guys, um, I know you're a huge fan of Sonny Milano. You were over the moon when we got yes. him. Um <laughs> We won't talk about him and Zegras just yet. I just want you to talk about Sonny Milano and how excited you are about him. And it, I'm so glad I'm not the only one as well. I was trying to keep up with certain parts, like just kind of throughout Twitter, checking it periodically and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Sonny Milano was doing the things that I was excited to have Sonny Milano for, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, adding to that aspect of the fast, fun team. Right. Sonny Milano is just a fun player to watch. Um, and he put up a couple of points in this game. I'm uh, goal and an assist. Yeah. Yeah. Goal and an assist as well. Um, two, yeah, two shots on net, which I mean isn't a whole lot, but he's scoring 50%. Um, the guy had 1408 of ice time. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Pretty happy with that, even. Right. And he was just, he was looking good. So and I'm and I'm glad I'm not the only one who's getting hyped up for him and who's at the point of like you know he should be in this lineup and he's earned his spot for now yeah exactly so and you know if we if we see that he's gotten pulled um, going into I guess yeah Thursday's game uh, versus Buffalo uh, or even the Friday one against Vegas I'm actually going to be upset because this is a guy that yeah. deserves the spot I think. Um, he was out Absolutely. most of last season because of injury, right? But besides yeah. that, like this almost feels too long to have injected him into the lineup. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree 100%. He spent most of the night with uh, Lundestrom and Jakob Silverberg on 
what what Daily Faceoff considers our third line. Mm-hmm. To me, I think we really have three. Just I don't know. We'll call them second lines. Three second yeah. lines, and then we have our fourth line with Delorier, Gru, and Carrick, which is our our big mean line. Um, yeah. We we pretty much rolled those three lines for relatively the same amount of time um, throughout yeah, the last bes- few Yeah, besides so. that labeled top line, um, like Getzlaff played yeah. 1905 against Winnipeg there, mm-hmm. which is... Which is impressive. That's very impressive for yeah, his exactly. age. Like, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I thought, uh, especially early on in the game, Milano and Lundestrom had some really, really great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this, is, this is where I think we need to bring in the Zegras talk because... Fuck, those two look good. They they connected for two goals. And, and that was all yeah. them. All them on those goals. They're... Oh, fuck. Like, I'm not comparing the players. I'm comparing the chemistry. Let me make that very, very clear. Yeah. They have the exact same chemistry that I've seen over the last few seasons with McDavid and Dreisaitl. They just know exactly where they are. Tape-to-tape passes. It's, it's weird. It's like they're brothers or twins or, or something. Like... So is that just in that game? I've seen that that or is that more Sedine? Uh, you could you could compare it there either. I've just seen Gets more of Perry, McDavid yeah. and Drysdale. Yeah, but if you want to go with like a more local comparison kind of thing, sure. But, yeah, but they already have that chemistry. That is also why you should keep Milano in the lineup. Yeah. Like, don't. And this is the issue that I had a lot with last year. Don't fuck with what works, mm-hmm. right? That and especially yeah. right now, because I mean, realistically, like just taking a look um, at the standings, we're really we're, we're literally one point out of a wild card. Yeah, I and, know it's still early in the seasons, so like mm-hmm. that'll eventually like the spread will get more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting fifth for the wild card. Yeah, but we are yeah we are one point mm-hmm. out from it. But we tighten up a couple of things. We capitalize on more of our chances, and we just tighten up a little bit defensively, and we're winning. Uh, honestly, we could be... What, what's our record right now? I don't, I don't even uh, know. Two, four, and one in seven games. Honestly, we could be four, two, and one if we just tighten up a, a few things. Say, yeah. say, before game one started, we had tightened up those few things easily, just with how close and how much of a toss-up some of those games were. Yeah. Like, that, that is not without the quest. Not out of the question. Yeah. I think the second half of the season is going to be really interesting for a lot of teams because mm-hmm. normally it's, you know, that's when teams are getting tired and stuff like that. But we're potentially, if all goes well, we're going to have two different breaks going on. We're going to have the Olympics and we're going to have the all-star game. Those mm-hmm. two things normally aren't happening in the same year, right? If it's an Olympic yeah. year and the NHL is going, they typically scrap the all-star game. Just mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's really interesting how this year is going to go because teams are going to have breaks. Yeah, it's right? going to be super super interesting. I agree. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's talk about uh, Zegris and Milano because those two goals we can't we we got to keep talking about those guys. Okay, I have <laughs> I have something for you here. All right, just take a guess at how much because I, I already said um, Zegris. Well, we already know Zegers is on that line with Henrik and Raquel and um, yeah. Milano, Lundestrom, and Silverberg played most of the game together. But we can't ignore that Zegers and Milano were also happened to be on the ice for two goals together and connected for two goals. 
take a take a guess how much time they spent on the ice together. <sighs> Don't think about it. Just I'm gonna, three, I'm gonna two, take one, a guess at go. under two minutes. If even less. They spent thirty nine seconds on the ice together. <laughs> in at least two shifts. I, I don't think it has shifts. Yeah, it doesn't on natural stat trick, at least not that is jumping right out at me for at least two shifts. So <laughs> where did this come from? Like <laughs> has has this just been like our secret hidden weapon? And then like Milano happens to be on the ice, and then Eakins is like, Seagrist, just go out there and go to the net. And then Well, the boom, one was Seagrist jumping yeah. <laughs> onto the jumping onto the ice and joining the play right away. Yeah, exactly. Like, is, was that a game plan? Like, did he just realize they have this instant chemistry that they every every time they both touch the puck in succession, it goes. In no, the back I think of the net? I think you're giving too much credit on Dallas Eakins to, for that one. But uh, yeah, I, I think he honestly just lucked into it. Yeah, but <laughs> like honestly, but. but then again, though, like I said, if it works, don't mess with it. Make mm-hmm. it a thing right now and yeah. see if it's actually if if that was just a spark like a flash in the pan, or if mm-hmm. this is actually a thing. Yeah, you right? have to. You're you're stupid not to to try that in a couple other games like line them up together for even a period just a second period just see if it works see if that chemistry mm-hmm. still happens work on it in practice a little bit um but we also talked about how Milano and Lundestrom had that really good chemistry mm-hmm. but also Milano and Zegers have this really good chemistry do yeah so i i got to pull up the the lines off of daily face off here because i got to a thought, and I need to know if it's stupid. All right. Um, oh, I can't see that yet. Okay. Here's daily face-offs lines. Can you see that okay? Yeah, I can see that fine. Okay. I'm going to zoom in just for the people that are watching on their phones. Um, okay. Or that are watching on YouTube uh, as this whatever. gets posted yeah. after. And that kind okay, of stuff. there we go. That's oh. good. Um, Be sure to go watch us on YouTube. You can also watch the live streams on Twitch as well. So, Yeah. So, um, Milano and Lundestrom already together. Lundestrom and Zegers both centers. I think realistically, if we took if we put Zegers on this third line, first of all, that's a very young line, high risk. We'll see what happens. Um, but I think that works because you could put Zegers on this line. You keep Getzlaff, Terry, and Comtois together. Um, Silverberg can play the left side, and Henrique moves to center on this first line. That's a solid yeah. veteran, high skilled line. Um, and this is a fast, tenacious on the puck line. It's Milano, Lundestrom, Zegers, and then Silf, Raquel, Henrique. And that doesn't really affect much else in the lineup. I think that's very possible. If you're Dallas yeah. Eakins, do you put that line together, even though it's young and you hate young people, apparently? <laughs> Fucking ageist. Um, <laughs> I think you do. At least try it for a game or two. Yeah. See... I- what happens kind of I would thing, be curious, right? especially because Lundestrom was out with the lead with a minute and a half left, and then Zegris was out in the defensive zone when the yeah. game was tied with a minute left. I think, to me, that says that Eakins has a lot of trust in these guys. So, fuck it. Put them together. Like, what's the worst that happens? We go 2-79-1 and 79 and one on the season? Who gives a shit? We get Shane yeah. Wright, <laughs> and then next year, the whole rest of the team is better and has that extra year of experience. Like, Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Try it. I honestly, I think that could be one of in five years. That's a top line that rivals any other top line in the league. Yeah. Uh, Has Lundestrom, the potential to. Yeah. Lunastrom went 50% uh, of the faceoff dots versus Winnipeg. Uh, I don't have how many specific he took. Um, and Zegers went 25%. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, Zegers also had two minutes extra. Zegers actually had a see. That's the number I want to see with Zegers. Eighteen fourteen, like those higher minutes. Thank yeah. you, Dallas. It's 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 wonders what happens when you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zegers took. F- 15 face-offs, 4 and 11. And then who was the other guy? Lundestrom? Yeah. He took 4. Oh, okay. So Okay, so a little bit uh, disproportionate, I guess. But, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, but even so, though, like that's... I, I'm glad that he's actually trying to utilize Zegers a little bit more, and he's, he mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be sheltering him as much as he did yep. even at the start of the season. He, he's getting the I'm same time as everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. I, I would much rather him get more time and learn from his mistakes because realistically we aren't expecting to win. Right. Yeah. And we're, we're having fun. That's what matters. They're going to exactly, they're going to sell tickets. They're going to put bums in seats and they're going to still make money this year. Yeah. Because it's, fun. and, and honestly, sometimes failure is the best teacher, right? We've both Absolutely. experienced that in, di- yeah. in different yeah, yeah. ways as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like whether it be sports yeah. in school, in life in general. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but especially with sports that I, like I have found, Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you sometimes you need a shit kicking to yeah. you know get yourself mm-hmm. to where you should be or look to at, where you want to be or that. Look at the Tampa Bay Lightning getting top in the league, getting swept by a team that they should have swept. Exactly. In the first round. Next yeah. was it the next season? Yeah, it was the next, yeah, it was the next, the next season. Playoffs, they won, I guess. Yeah, they, they won, won the Cup. Stanley Cup. Won the and Stanley Cup the next season after, after that. that. <laughs> yeah. Like I and that's just one. That's the most recent example. It's happened many times before, many, many times. Also, so. I'm not sure if you saw this. Like, quick sidetrack. Um, Kucherov out eight to ten weeks. Yeah, I think oh, it's going to be more like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I still expect him to come back in April. <laughs> see you. In, see you in playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about this game here? Uh, I don't think so. Like really, the only downside, and I, and I talked about it briefly, is just that thirty-second span that unfortunately cost us the game. But besides that, there was there was a lot of positives to this game. Mm-hmm. And as I as I said at the start of the season as well, if we have more positives than negatives, really, at the end of the season, even if we're, we don't make the playoffs, which again we're not, so we're still not expecting to. Mm-hmm. As fun as this team has been, right? As long as we have more positives than negatives, that's a good season. We could go zero and eighty-two, and as long as we played good games that showed promise, I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, I'd like a few wins, but <laughs> maybe one, maybe one and eighty-one at the bare minimum. But yeah, bare this, minimum. But yeah, <laughs> this, this upcoming game against Buffalo is going to be interesting. I think because they've been yeah. Buffalo's been interesting been hot. to say the least, um, which is weird. I think Vegas except? will be interesting as well because Vegas has been shit. So yeah, because they're missing Pacioretty and Stone yeah. right okay. now. We, so. I, I got to stop you there. We got to take a okay. quick, uh, a, a quick break, but we'll talk about that immediately on the other side. Okay. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and you can win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Before we get back into the Buffalo and Vegas talk, because mm-hmm. kind of like previews, yeah. uh, oh. I just want to shout out our network mates at uh, In the Dome, one of the Calgary podcasts on here, um, for <laughs> calling out a specific Twitter user uh, who, um, during the uh, World Championship, when uh, Calgary Flame Andrew Mangiapane got put into the lineup, mm-hmm. um, this guy had had tweeted, uh, yay says Calgary. Who asks Canada? Flames need to fix their roster. I don't know if this guy gets second line minutes on any other Canadian team. Uh, with Maggiopani then going on to um, win MVP of the World Championship and is currently, uh, at least at the time of this recording, um, tied in a three-way tie for first in the league for goals <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i just want to i yeah i just want to shout out our buddies at in the dome uh just because that's fucking hilarious <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, honestly manji pani if he was on any other team he would be one of my favorite players but i can't like him, so. <laughs> because he's on calgary <laughs> yeah yeah um, so but yeah let's get I, back to Buff- yeah. oh what did you have something else you wanted to say I was just going to say, yeah, just like as we were taking that break, I was just scrolling quick and I saw that. So I just wanted to give those guys a quick mm. shout out there. So they're, they're definitely the, uh, they're, they're a very fun show to listen to. So mm. um, I thought you were going to give us the lowdown on what happened in the Toronto Chicago game, because those are two franchises ready to implode. Uh, Toronto did win. I, I checked while you were talking there. They won in overtime. Yeah, I j- I'm looking right now. Thank fuck because I had Jack Campbell on one of my teams and I needed that win. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh but still <laughs> on paper, Toronto should absolutely obliterate that Chicago yeah, team. It's oh man. That Chicago team was just such a wild card going into this season. Mm-hmm. And I think it proves it because we had them in drastically different spots, I believe, with our way too early season predictions. Let me see if I still have those. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think we're actually that far off. I, I I had them in third. You had them in fifth. Yeah. So kind of. Kind of. And I mean, fifth can miss the playoffs, right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but yeah, that team was just such a wild card going into it. The Leafs should be a hell of a lot better. But at the same time, there's definitely some question marks let's put it that way yeah um, we'll uh we'll save that for the leaves podcast but yes yeah. yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure <laughs> so who yeah. knows maybe that means we uh we could go like raquel from marner that'd be interesting <laughs> like i'm, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> there's guys that could potentially be on the block soon. I, honestly i, get I doubt thing, it would be marner but yeah i was gonna say marner i don't think would be the guy who would be on the block out of all of those like bigger names like 
we'll, we'll say like the top four guys of like Tavares, Nylander, Marner, and Matthews. Mm-hmm. I don't think Marner's on that list. No, no. I, well, I would put him at third. I, I think Tavares and Matthews are the untouchables there. And then I think it's Marner and then, but Nylander would be the first to go in my opinion. Yeah. If you had to get rid of one of them, like if you yeah. had, if you were pretty much forced to make drastic changes. Yeah. Cause I think Marner is just off to a cold start, like a really, really cold start. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different for him though. And even Tavares, I think because they are like, they're from Toronto originally, right? Yeah. Like this, like the pressure on them is so much more different compared to uh, Matthews. Who's not from the market, right? It's from Arizona. And mm-hmm. even Nylander, who's from Calgary, but refuses to acknowledge he's from Calgary, says he's from Sweden. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, that's fair. I, I think yeah, Sweden's like, it's, cooler than Calgary. Yeah, it's just, it's a different kind of pressure on them, especially with that market, mm-hmm. right? Like that is a, that's honestly a tough situation. It's one that you grow up, like if you're especially, like especially if you're from Toronto, it's one that you grow up dreaming of. Yeah. And that's what both those guys have said. Right. Yeah, like they, yeah, exactly. they, like as kids, they wanted to be Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. And, but the reality is a hell of a lot different. There's a lot more yeah. pressure, I think, on those two guys, even more so than, than mm-hmm. Matthews, right? Just because yeah. they're, they're from Toronto as well. They know how much the team means and that kind of thing because they were part of that fan base before they were the players. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I think that all or nothing documentary is super interesting. I haven't finished it yet, but it's from what really I've seen, good. Of it, it's really yeah. good. Uh, it's yeah. very eye opening into, how the how the Leafs fan base, not the Leafs, fan, the Leafs team mm-hmm. has to accommodate the fan base. Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see that same series with another team, just mm-hmm. to see how drastically different it is. Because I know that, uh, like, the list of priorities and like, shit one. they have to deal with. I'd love a like, Ducks one right now. Oh, like, absolutely! Like, That'd be a lot of fun. This season would be interesting. Yeah, but do you know so. how drastically different the? Ducks locker room and like general general manager office is going to be compared to the Leafs one. Like, yeah, they're not going to give a shit about. They're not going to have like briefs on. Okay, like we can't say this to the media. This is how we have to word this for the media. Like this is like that. That's not happening in Anaheim. There's no way. No, they just I, I, we're not going to say anything to the media until the very last second. And they, yeah, and exactly. Be big. <laughs> yeah, like do you know? Like those are drastically different things. Like yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think I could name another market where the media plays that big of a deal in the NHL than in Toronto. Montreal, I think. I don't even think That's it's the only that other bad. comparable. I don't even think it's comparable. It's yeah, yeah, it's probably second on the list, but it's not comparable. It's it's insane. Well, I think it's comparable because man, those Quebecois are nuts about the Canadians. It is oh yeah, okay. they're nuts. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's I don't know. I in my opinion, from what I've and again, it could be totally different if we see that same documentary with Montreal. They could be yeah. pretty much identical. But um, just from I, that docu- yeah. documentary alone, like I couldn't even imagine that how the the Leafs locker room is is not what I imagined. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm. It, it's not a thing of like you're you're wrong, I'm right kind of thing. But I think the yeah. just to show kind of the comparable, it's a little bit of a dated comparable, but it's still a comparable. I think. There was a point that Montreal Canadiens fans wanted to keep Yaro Halak over a young Carey Price. That's how much mm-hmm. scrutiny there was during, I think it was the 2011 playoff run that they had. Um, I think they went to the Eastern Conference Finals or something like that. But mm-hmm. like that, that was the point that they were at 
as well. Like, yeah, Montreal is another beast in itself and it's in two different yeah. languages <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah no i'm sure like i know it's yeah. crazy there too i, I montreal, guess, or, yeah toronto sure is definitely that, one of the harder markets yeah i'm sure that montreal will get an all or nothing series or similar very very soon yeah so then we'll we'll really get to see and have a better idea of the comparables i guess but um, yeah just given the information that's uh my opinion, which is probably wrong. Yeah. And like, I have no fucking clue how it yeah. actually is. And, um, so. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you have Amazon prime, you have access to this documentary series. And mm-hmm. even like, even if you're not a Lisa and you could give less of a shit just for the behind the scenes, look at how an NHL team operates. That's not mm-hmm. really held back or anything like that, because it's not like, it's not like the uh, the HBO Road to the Winter Classic stuff, right? Where like it's going yeah. to the public like on national broadcast or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. it, this show isn't very reserved, honestly. No, no, it's not. So like this is like yeah. this is a great look into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so. I thought it, honestly one of the parts I've enjoyed the most so far is how NHL teams dealt with the um, like the pandemic, like operated within yeah. the pandemic. I thought that was. Um, super super interesting and it really puts it into perspective like you know maybe why some of the players had like career worst years last Mm -hmm. year or teams underperformed because they were just going through a whole bunch of shit and you're like wow yeah that's tough actually yeah exactly and that was part of the reason that i was saying like earlier on as well that like you know for a lot of these teams a lot of these players that just like things kind of seemed odd it's a write-off here yeah it it still counts but it's a write-off here you you shouldn't be looking too deep into it yeah exactly so okay back to uh <laughs> buffalo and vegas man <laughs> i shouldn't have sent, sent it to break we would have been fine <laughs> yeah buffalo what the fuck is going on man oh man see i someone brought this up in a group chat i'm in and buffalo in either october or november they always go on like a 10 game win streak and people are like yeah is, is buffalo the real deal and no. this is what's going on it's just that it happens to be at the very beginning of the season so yeah exactly people are actually paying attention to buffalo now but yeah exactly honestly they're gonna fizzle out and if they don't i'll eat my pants not actually because (laughs) there's there's another aspect i think to the buffalo sabers just in general though is like everybody has them counted out right like yeah everybody's thinking vegas mentality in their first year kind of yeah but like even more so i think to the point that like it's there's what maybe five, six like normal NHLers for any other team kind of thing. Otherwise, it's yeah. who the hell is this guy or it's like a brand new guy that's maybe getting a little bit. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think just kind of that written off aspect and whatnot. This is a team with nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you have no expectations on you, mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit easier, right? Yeah. So, I, I think they're also playing for a like a a spot in uh not not even just on the team like in the league like like you said yeah. there's a lot of guys that would be written off by the other 31 NHL teams so yeah, if they exactly. can go into buffalo and like prove their worth like they might have a contract next year or they might get to stay in in buffalo because it's their only chance to to play right now like mm-hmm. there is um buffalo's a great addition to the AHL let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what uh realistically how do you see this game going on thursday well like the buffalo sabers i have no fucking clue honestly because we could have the buffalo of the past that is just nothing Mm -hmm. 
we could have the Buffalo from the start of the season that went three and zero and was just lights out kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I'd like to think they're kind of starting to fizzle out as well. I feel like we might have a bit of the advantage here because the seven o'clock like Pacific time is ten o'clock for them. This realistically, this is a yeah. late game for them. Um, so I think we have a little bit of the advantage in that respect. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like if the Ducks play to what we have seen, what almost won against Winnipeg, um, what has won us a couple games this season, right? Or has gotten as close against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I think we should be fine, honestly. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, as much as Buffalo has young guys as well, and last year we were only we were only a spot difference, right? Yeah. As much as they have the young guys or that, I think we have the more experienced young guys. Is that kind of where more experienced young guys? The more the the guys that are ready to do it now. Yeah. Right. That aren't that aren't rushed development wise. There's definitely mm-hmm. a couple guys I think on Buffalo that, um, you know, and, and the the pandemic was weird for development just around the league right there's a lot of guys that got stunted because of it and stuff like that too um buffalo definitely i think has a couple of those guys that could have used that year in the a or something like that Mm -hmm. or one more year in junior but it was okay this is kind of your chance to play actually so here you're thrown right to the big dogs and so but i think we have guys that are ready to do it now and have shown that they're able to do it now um like we, we we haven't even touched we didn't even touch on him today, but like Jamie Drysdale played twenty three minutes the other night. Looked yeah. right. So <laughs> no complaints. Um, yeah. Just as an example though. Um but yeah, so I think just from that respect, and if we can if we can play our game, I would think we have this one actually. I would like to think so as well. I think with a lot of the teams Buffalo has played already this year too, they're like, oh, let's use Tampa Bay as the example, because I know they um, got shit kicked by Buffalo just the other day. Yeah, and, what the fuck? Yeah, but I think a, a big part of it is like, oh, we're Tampa Bay, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. That's mm. Buffalo. Like, I think shit's bigger than the people on Buffalo. Like, yeah. that's probably what Kucherov is saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not playing, but that's what As he he's on the LGIR for eight to ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that, that's just how it is. Like, you, you almost play down to that level, and Buffalo's like, okay, we got to play up to Tampa Bay's level. And then mm. if Tampa's normally up here and Buffalo's down here, Buffalo's like, oh, I got to play up here. And then Tampa's like, oh, we can play down here. Like kind of yeah. in the middle, so we're still a little better than them. Well, now Buffalo's the better team. Mm-hmm. But I think we have the advantage here because it's like, oh, here's Buffalo and here's Anaheim. So We need to play, but we know we can play well. Yeah, exactly. Like we have a chance at this game because yeah. we can be the better team and we're not going to overest- sorry, underestimate Buffalo. We're kind of right here with them. So yeah. I, I think that gives us an advantage compared to some of the other teams that Buffalo's played as well. So I agree. Yeah. I think we can take this one. It'll, it might be close, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really hope we can. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't want to dive too deep into Vegas one because we're, we're, we, we've been talking for quite a while and we still have a couple yeah. more things to get out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are in our division though. And, um, you know, because it's Vegas, they do take up a lot of the headlines. So I'm sure people have the idea of what's going on and yeah. uh, and whatnot as well. Um, I just have a note here as well that, uh, okay, so sorry, the Buffalo game is Thursday. So I guess if you're listening to the podcast as it came out, uh, it's tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific. And then on Friday, 
Uh, the Ducks are in Las Vegas for a 5 p.m. Pacific time start. And the reason that that game is so early, I was very confused by it, uh, is because it's Nevada Day. Um, mm. So it's a holiday in Nevada. So people aren't going to work or anything like that. So that's why uh, that game is so early. So yeah, basically, you're going to get home. You're going to turn on the television right away. Have fun watching the game. So. Yeah, you might even get to bed at it. Oh, I guess it's Friday. No one goes to bed at a decent time on Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you work nine to five Monday to Friday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I don't think we need to spend too much time on Vegas. Do you, do you think we take this one? Or I'm hoping so. I mean, we are. I think we are actually ahead of them in the standings. Which yeah, Vegas has sucked to start yeah. the year. So, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we, I think we can. Okay. So I think so too. Because yeah. Vegas is really hurting down the middle, whereas we're actually all right. We're we're pretty good right now down the middle. So yeah. no, that's so. that's an area where I think it's... we can we can win it over. Mm-hmm. So and we've been actually decent on the second half of back to backs in mm-hmm. recent memory. So I think we can still yeah. have a chance. So it's exactly. still ours we trust. <laughs> I was gonna say, who do you think we start for either you, game? You start Gibson for the first game. And do you think so against Buffalo? Yeah. yeah. If he gets the SO, then he plays both nights. Otherwise, you give okay. Stellars a little bit more experience. And also, looking at the standings, you play Gibson against the better team. Which yeah, fair enough. Okay, never thought I would <laughs> say that for Buffalo. That for Buffalo yet, yeah, especially in comparison to Vegas. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I just think you start Gibson for the first game. So. Yeah, that's fair. So I had a wild theory as well because um, I think I brought it up really briefly on uh, the last episode there. Um, but it sounds like if uh, you know a trade isn't made for Jack Eichel within the next two weeks, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like the Eichel camp is going to follow a grievance with the NHLPA. Wild theory here: Jack's going to hop the plane to to uh, Anaheim and join the team. Pack his bags I'm, a little heavy. And yeah, exactly. Pack, yeah, and hop on the plane. One way like, ticket. Here you guys. go. <laughs> yep. So that'd be nice. It'd be but, cool. Yeah, um, we've seen it too. It happens quite frequently actually yeah exactly i was gonna say like with calgary i saw it last year with david riddick because he had the plane with calgary flew to toronto and then he played against them that night yeah so <laughs> yeah exactly but all right um yeah what uh, uh i'll leave it up to you what do you want to talk about next year uh let's talk about volkov quick and okay. yeah okay um yeah so for those that didn't hear, Volkov was placed on unconditional waivers, which basically means his contract is uh, going to be terminated. So he's going to the KHL, without a doubt. That's that's just what it means. <laughs> so, um, Nate, you say poor asset management, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a we gave up a prospect who is currently lighting up the AHL. Yeah, exactly, and a seventh round pick, which. Normally, you don't really think too much of it, but the best way to describe uh, draft picks is magic beans. You really don't know what you're... You have an idea of what you're hoping Mm -hmm. to get, but you never fully know what you're going to be grabbing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, outside the first round. And even then, there's a little bit of luck and hope and prayer involved. Um, Yeah. But yeah, after that, that's the best way to describe it is... But yeah, you basically gave up a higher-ranked prospect because he was drafted in the second round just like, Mm-hmm. Three years ago, yep. I think like twenty was it twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen? I don't remember. Um, and uh, yeah, and another pick for eighteen games of Volkov, where he put up eight points in eighteen games, which is decent. Yeah, he, for a team that what our top scorer had thirty two points last year, 
and he's able to do that in a fraction of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like Volkov was a guy that I would have liked to have in the lineup this season. I was upset to see him get sent down. And yeah. obviously, you know, it sounds like he just he doesn't want to be playing in the AHL, especially under a franchise like Anaheim. I don't like where he should be in this lineup, honestly. Yeah. Um, the question is, like, I guess who you take out, but he, he's a guy that would that should fit in here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is, in my opinion, this is really bad asset management. I don't know if I'm missing something here, but like, I I don't understand this thought process by yeah. by Bob Murray here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, you're right. It you're, you're giving make sense up at all. You're giving up a, a solid amount, we'll say, for 18 mm-hmm. games of a guy where you weren't making a playoff push or anything like that. If if you were making a playoff push and you were going a few rounds deep, okay, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there there is a cost to that. I totally get it. Yeah. But for you know finishing 30th in the league. That's not a great asset management, in my opinion. No, not at all. Um, I, I, I don't have any sources on this. This is just from what I remember reading on Twitter. I don't even remember who posted it. It could have been a, a reliable source. It could not have been. But um, nonetheless, Volkov didn't make the team out of training camp. Mm-hmm. Like, if he showed up and played well, he would have made the team, I think. So because he didn't, yeah. I like to think he didn't put in the effort that was deemed necessary so part of me wants to say this is on volkov but volkov still i mean he's he's an older prospect i i forget exactly kind of he's 24 how young uh, yeah so that young because he hasn't played a lot in the nhl but yeah. also not young because he's mid-20s that's well that's our age i was like putting the numbers together that, isn't that kaprizov's age as well oh nate's frozen um i'm gonna look up how old kaprizov is because I believe he is also 24. Um, sorry, just give me a second here. Because, like I said, I want to make this connection. Um, either way, doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> we'll wait for my computer to figure it out. So, yeah, like, part of me wants to say this is on Volkov, but also, you, yes. Kaprizov's 24. Okay. So Kaprizov and Volkov could be the same, right? We could have the next... Volkov could have been the next Kaprizov. Unlikely. But it's not unusual for guys to break out around then. Um, In my opinion... Welcome back, Nate. (laughs) Um, I I was just saying Kaprizov's also 24. So yes, we could have had the next Kaprizov, or Volkov could be the next Kaprizov. I, I didn't see that in him, but you never know. Part of me wants to say this is on Volkov for either not putting in the work in the offseason, yeah. not showing up for training camp, whatever. But for a guy that has very minimal NHL games in Volkov, I, I don't care how long he played in the KHL, it's not the same as the NHL. It's actually further than if he had played in the AHL. So, I, I I want to place more of the blame on management for not working with this guy to make him NHL ready. Like, 24 is still yeah. a young guy. Like, yes, it's on, part of it's on Volkov, but it's, I, I'd say it's equally, let's just say it's equally on Dallas Eakins, the AHL coaching staff, the assistant coaches, Bob Murray, for not better managing this player and saying, okay, like, this is what you need to work on. Like, if you want to play in the NHL, like you don't just get a roster spot because we traded a high another high prospect for you that is or your age or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like you, you got to put in the work. Like we've seen that with players like Patrick Line, Yesay Pulleyarvi, just to name a couple off the the top mm-hmm. of my head there. So I, to me, I, I agree with you that it's it's poor asset management by the this team for not working with this player to show him what he needs to do, explain to him why he's being sent to the AHL, giving him things to yeah. work on, um, and then trying to give him a chance later on in the season. Yeah, so exactly. If Volkov wants to leave, fine. But it's pretty immature in my opinion, and I doubt he's going to get another NHL contract um, that way. But it's it's also on Eakins for letting this player walk and the rest of the management. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I definitely don't think it looks good on Murray of yeah getting rid of what he did for eighteen games. No, that's you, you don't let that walk. No, <laughs> you can't. So. You, you just can't. So it's unfortunate, but yeah. Another uh, life, another another day in the life of an Anaheim <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm glad I wasn't the only one confused by that, though, when I saw that yeah. posted. Like that's why I was like, "Am I missing something here?" Or and yeah, I didn't. I don't think I was. So nope, nope, but, not at all. But like I said, I, I place equal blame on Volkov as well. Yeah, so fair um, enough. So yeah, okay. Moving on here. Do you uh do you want to take this? next part here I, I think just because you had a, a really good way of sure uh, wording it i think so yeah i can um we we won't go into f- much discussion about this there's definitely you know better sources to uh read up on or like listen to their reporting on it or that kind of thing um but we just we just want to put it out there because you know we we believe in the right thing Right between like with with Carter and I, we we believe in doing the right thing, not being a shitty human being and that kind of stuff. Um, it was announced. It was I guess released today. Um, the John Doe one in the Chicago Blackhawks uh, sexual assault scandal and whatnot uh, came forward today with who he was, um, Kyle Beach. And I just you know I want to say on behalf of Carter and I here at the Quack Report that. Kyle and the other John Doe's who remain anonymous right now from their own choosing. So I, I don't, I, I really hope that nobody's like trying to dig up who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if they, if they're wanting to remain anonymous, I'm sure there's still a reason as to why and let them come out if they want to and when they want to. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say on behalf of us that we stand with Kyle and those who still remain anonymous, who were affected um, by Aldrich um whether it be with Chicago, because uh, there was also an intern as well after the after they had won the cup in 2010, um, there was a student as well. I don't think it was part of this, but there was a, a student as well at a at a college after the fact that stuff happened to as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's disgusting, honestly, is what it is. Yeah, um, and insanely wrong. And so I just want to say that yeah, we we stand with Kyle and those who remain anonymous. Um, and you as know, well no, as everybody else who has been yes, affected by sexual exactly. assault. Not yes. Um, just not this. just, yeah. yeah, but in, in this case, at least, um, yeah, we stand with those guys and to those who were involved with, you know, covering this up, not taking action as soon as it was brought up and whatnot, because you were wanting to win the championship in 2010 and whatnot. Um, those who, you know, have stepped away in Stan Bowman um, who was the GM at the time and was until just the other day um, 
those who are still in roles around the NHL, such as Kevin Chevaldeoff, Joel Quenville, um, guys like that. Like we, we're talking some big name people here who helped cover this up even as too recently, right? Like Quenville was saying, yeah, I didn't know anything about this until this summer. And it's like, okay, well, the facts say otherwise. I really I'm excited for Gary Bettman to have a chat with those guys. I wanted to see what comes out of that. Yeah. So. I'm, uh, I'm not saying really my sure judgment until then, go. but yeah. But anyway, I, from, yeah. Anyone in management, in the coaching staff, even down to the players who, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like we're chasing beach around during practices. Um, yeah. Calling him, derogatory terms and asking him just wrong questions. Those of you who were the assholes in covering this up to save your own skins. I hope that you get the punishment that you deserve. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, be ominous or anything like that, but these, mm-hmm. pl- those people who covered this up, who were part of this taking 11 years to uncover this should have been dealt with the day that it got brought up and not yeah. the team can't deal with this right now because we're trying mm-hmm. to win a championship. Yeah, it's disgusting, honestly. It's yeah. it's wrong. And so, again, Kyle and the other John Doe's that are nameless right now, we stand with you guys. And though, obviously, we had nothing to do with it or that, we send our deepest condolences yeah. and, um, and wish you guys all the best. So, yeah. Um, I do want to say as well um there was um yeah it was on tsn an interview with um kyle beach uh i'm sure there's yeah. gonna be another uh, a way to watch it or it's pro- probably ad free it's like a 25 minute video i, I was gonna watch yeah, it TSN, before we TSN started recording ha- tsn but- does have it out there uh the, yeah. the full the full segment so mm-hmm. it is it is yeah. available online you can easily find it i'm sure on youtube yeah. or something like that i i haven't watched it yet but i've um because I, I wouldn't have had time before the uh, uh, episode, but I'm definitely going to because I've yeah. already heard just how powerful that interview is, and I yeah. I just want to say that it's out there with Kyle Beach. 25 minutes, take some time out of your day to go and watch it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all I gotta say about yeah. that. So, and and I'm gonna just throw this out here as well, just on my behalf, Carter. If if you mm-hmm. want to remain silent or do uh, that, that's fine. I'm there's no judgment here. If anybody just wants to talk to somebody whether it be about something in regards to like something like sexual assault or just you're even having a bad day mentally or something like that. Know that the crack report DMS are open at crack report pod and my personal as well are open at Tate Namas. Feel free to message. All right. Oh, yeah. like, Mine too. If, uh, if, if it's easier for you to reach out to somebody that you don't really know face to face or something like that, my, my DMS are, are open. All right. I, mm-hmm. I hold no judgment whatsoever. Feel feel free to reach out if you feel the need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, same same for me as well. So right. whatever whatever you need, yeah. Um, okay. Is there any, is there anything else you want to add about this? I don't want to cut this segment short at all. So. No, nope, that's that's all I had to say. So okay, sounds good. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's lighten the mood back up for the last little bit here. <laughs> hard hard uh, raid turn, but yeah. <laughs> there's no segueing out of that. It's just got to be let's see let's just get get out of that it's yeah. it's important to talk about obviously but um yeah let's uh let's finish things off with a very quick what's quacking here yeah let's do it. <laughs> 
So what the fuck is this? Carter has something for us this week. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. This is supposed to be when I sit back, and yeah. just, you <laughs> let, know, let crack a beer it. off to the side, <laughs> and just my my job's done here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you got for us? It's a. Uh, this is a video I came across on uh, uh, on Reddit the other day. Just r slash funny. I, I thought it was quite hilarious. Um, honestly, just just the host reaction. Um, I, I'll play the video and then talk about it after. But All right. it's it's so what's funny. what's the context? What are we what are we looking at here? Uh, it, it's a game show. So this okay. is the it, it's similar to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but everyone has English accents. So um, British Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's okay. not multiple choice. <laughs> All right. In his epic poems, Homer often refers to nectar as the drink of the gods, and which other substance as their food. I know he likes donuts. I think I'll go with. Donuts, please, Ben. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea he the context. He's yeah. not talking about Homer Simpson. <laughs> like, I don't know if this was like a million dollar question or like one of the basic oh easy ones or whatever, God. how this works, but oh man. <laughs> what makes it even funnier? Can you, yeah, okay, like he, he is so confident. His answer. Can you play it one more time? Absolutely. Again, this is another reason why to watch us on YouTube or that. Like, if we're showing a video or something like that, just like Mm -hmm. it just it adds another element. So, um, but yeah, just just show it one more time. You can see the confidence in his face, and you can also uh, obviously you can hear it in his voice too. But just the confident look that he has. Can you play it one more time? Yeah. In his epic poems, Homer often refers to nectar as the drink of the gods, and which other substance as their food. I know he likes donuts. I think I'll go with donuts, please, Ben. Okay. <laughs> and the whole space as well. I'm just like, yeah. this guy fucking serious right now? Yeah, like he... My guess to the, the context of this is this guy's just fucking nailing the questions out of the park. Yeah, just, and he's just like, oh, I got like, this one. Homer yeah, <laughs> like all MLB, all-star game, like the home run challenge, and he's just fucking slamming them. <laughs> constant home runs. Like, And then <laughs> this guy's like, all right, fucking, this guy's yeah. going to have this question. And the guy's like, I know he likes donuts. And the, <laughs> the guy's face just what? drops. He's like, oh, no, he's, he's thought of the wrong Homer. <laughs> I, I forget who the player was, but this is that gif of the guy who takes, like, the half-court shot and turns around with his arms up before the shot goes in and it hits mm. the rim. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the epitome of that tweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> or like, yeah. Of, yeah, like of that gif. Oh, my God, that is too good. Mm-hmm. The the slight pause too, where he's like, "I know he likes donuts," and then the, it cuts to the host, and then the guy's <laughs> like, the look so like go- "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the contestant is like, "So I'm going to say," and then he pauses, and you can tell he's like trying to read the host face and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm off here. What am I missing? What's going on? Like this guy's not giving me the right vibe." And then he's like, "Donuts." <laughs> I'm just. Tra- it's so, oh, so funny. <laughs> First of all, okay. So did, I was trying to, I was trying to find what the actual food was, though. Yeah, but that's, it, it's brilliant, though, because this is just filling up my Google search now. Oh, really? <laughs> like this yeah. clip? Yeah. Did Did you ever read Percy Jackson as a kid? Yes, I did. I yeah. love that series. What, what so did they good. eat to like give them life after like a hard battle? Like, what was like the powerful food? Do you Do you remember? What was it? Because that's the answer to this question. So I I don't remember offhand actually. 
Oh, okay. It's fair. Those they were old books, what? so I don't blame you. But. What? Oh man, I want to say like for some reason I want to say it's grapes, but like that's not it. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's ambrosia. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the yep. uh, that's the food. But yeah, that's <laughs> also just... that's also a TV series in development that I'm excited for. I, oh, I want I want that book series to be done justice on a screen mm-hmm. because I, I think they'll do it better with a yeah. Those a movies were not. They, they didn't do it justice. No, yeah. not at all. So, yeah, those were great books. I love those books, and I, I would actually like to reread them, honestly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I need to catch up on, like, all the other related series, too, because those are apparently really good. So, Oh, yeah, right. There's a bunch of, like, the spinoffs and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be cool. So, but, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I had for What's Quacking. I just thought that I was love so it. funny. That was perfect. That was yeah. perfect. <laughs> I was, uh, like, like I said, this was a pretty... Donuts? Yeah. yeah. This was a pretty Real stressful donut. week for me. And when I came across that, like, just <laughs> scrolling through Reddit and, like, the five spare minutes I had, I watched it, like, probably 20 times. It's, yeah. It I like so it. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. So, that's, uh, that's, that's just what we needed, I think, to wrap up this episode. I think so, too. So, Okay. Nate, as you said, uh, your DMs are always open. Where, uh, where where can they reach you at? Yeah, you can send me what else you think uh, Homer's Food of the Gods was at uh, Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Uh, as well at Quack Report Pod if you want to reach the both of us and get <laughs> whoever you get. Uh, and myself, at Carter underscore Pods, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking at y'all. Uh, we hope you had fun as well. Thanks for listening, and go Ducks go! Go Ducks go!